I just need to know what I'm going to look like before I start rearranging things. Uh, I'm just like, you know, you you can move furniture once, you can move it twice. (laughs) (laughs) I just happen to think I'm going to be very beautiful, like at 80. You are. And what I'm telling you is that I'm not. And I'm going to need things pulled back. I'm going to need somebody from both sides pulling at the cheeks all the way back. I'm going, hi, everyone. And it's going to be, I'm going to have a whole Every, crew of people. All hands on deck to pull all hands Adam's on face back. That's for me, that's graceful. It <laughs> doesn't get more things. graceful than that. A team. That you can definitely guarantee is graceful skin pullbacks for mm-hmm. Adam. Yes. I hope you're at home taking deep breaths and not shallow ones because this is normalized this. It's a show where we, you know, me mostly discuss whether or not I <laughs> whether or not ideas, trends, and behavior should be normalized in everyday society. My name is Danielle Young. And I like to kind of peer my head <laughs> in and out. I do my best to dabble in. You dibble and dabble and normalize this. Mm-hmm. And I'm Adam Rippon, the Dibble and Dabbler. Yes, today, hopefully dabbling. And today... <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It's we early. are going to dibble and dabble into aging. Normalize yes. aging. Woo, Adam. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it because... You're old. Because I'm so... I'm filthy, dirty, <laughs> old. I'm old, old, old. Listen. Yeah, so I'm excited. What do you? Too. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Ah, that was one of the deep breaths I wanted to take. I, (laughs) aging is such an interesting topic because, you know, as a black woman, I'm I'm welcoming it because obviously I'm going to look amazing and young and supple forever. But Mm -hmm. it's aging. It's like I'm getting older. I'm creeping towards the end. But I'm also getting wiser and hopefully richer and you know, better as time goes on. So there's a lot of of things that I feel about aging. It gives me the ick a little bit. So I guess this is like no better time to talk about it than when I'm feeling icky. Yeah, I think that (laughs) I I mostly feel really positive about it because I always think that now I know more than what I used to know. Right. I feel like I would never want to go back to not having the experiences or the knowledge that I have now. Um, but I also want to dig into like um, appearance and how we feel about ourselves as we get older oh, and we look in the mirror. that part of aging too. Oh, that's yeah. mostly what that's I'm a, a excited lot of to dig the... into. <laughs> that's a lot oh. of what aging is going on. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot to say about those things as well. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm also excited because you may have to legally, I think, stick around with us because later yeah, on in the show, legal. we play our favorite game mm-hmm. and it's called Keep It or Curb It. Right, Danielle? It is. Yes. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. But if it's not, you know, come on. Like, don't stop it. <sighs> stop everything you're doing. Go, and back, go back, listen to everything. Yes, yes. listen to everything. One, and then come back here and then we'll be waiting. Yeah, we'll be waiting. We're actually going to pause this. We'll wait for you to come back. <laughs> um, but then you would know that 
keep it or curve it is where Danielle and I decide whether we love something and we keep it mm-hmm. or we hate something and we curb it. Get and it's rid gone. of it. Get rid of it. Nobody wants it. Delete. <laughs> And before we get into all of the juiciness of this podcast, we like to start. I'm also saying this as if this is your first time because I'm being generous. I'm disappointed, but I'm being generous. You are always generous. (laughs) I like to ask Adam and also give a fun fact about myself and himself. So today, Adam, and listen, you must know historically Adam's fun facts Mm -hmm. are usually a little bit of fun, but Mm -hmm. definitely not facts. Exactly. Um, I'm still learning. I'm still, still learning. Still learning. Right. <laughs> it's a fun couple of words together, you know? Yes, it is. It's a string of English words, but not a sentence but they from mean the English nothing. language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So, Adam, what is your fun fact this All right, time? All my fun fact is I'm not ashamed of this. I'm actually proud. But I, today, for dinner... Mm. Because we're recording this um, at night. Um, Before I recorded this, I had Burger King, but I got it with a coupon. (laughs) There's a lot of fun things inside of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on. Buying McDonald's with a coupon? Wait, now it's McDonald's? Oh, did you go to both places? No, 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 no. Are you telling your truth right now? No, I'm actually telling my... crawl. I'm t- <laughs> Wait, do you know one time I did, and I recommend this to everyone, I did like a fast food tasting where like I drove around to like every place that I could get to pretty easily. And we sat down and we tried all the different burgers like back to back. <laughs> Moment of silence. Danielle actually quit because she went, how is, who am I dealing with? I didn't know and how I, to feel about it because it sounded exciting, but it also sounded like my heart would stop. It would. And mine, <laughs> and it did. And mine did. And I'm still waiting for it to kind of get going up again. You, no, you are, you know, Adam has the body of an athlete. So, you know, you can handle those things. That literally would make my heart explode. But you know what? You're taking like bites. It's sort of like, it's like a wine tasting only with meat. It sounded dainty. It didn't sound like you were getting Big Macs and whatever the other big burgers are at the other places. Yeah. It was like we got one from each and then like cut it up. So everybody was like doing it. Actually, tray chic. It was really good. And yeah. So check your mail because there are coupons for Burger King in there. Sir, Burger King is already a dollar. (laughs) I'm. I'm. We'll do anything, even to save thirty-five cents. It does not actually, matter to me. Mad respect. I, I respect you. that. Maybe that's the fun part of the fact as well. I think so. It's You'll layered, do anything for sure. to save a coin. Thirty-five. Yes, I will. Multiple coins or just a single. <laughs> I love that. Congratulations, Adam. That was a fun Thank fact. Thank you. Thank you. Took I'm, us on a I'm, on a trip. I'm proud. But... Now the professional of fun facts, Danielle. Yes. Please take the mic. <laughs> Take it away. Okay, so uh, as we were kind of chatting with our podcast powers that be behind the scenes, them over here, we were talking about Buster Rhymes or, some, you know, someone mentioned that Buster Rhymes wasn't known by everyone. And I just couldn't wrap my head around the fact that Buster Rhymes wasn't known by everybody because yeah. I've just felt, <laughs> but I was Feels like, well, insane. maybe. That's a lie, I believe. <laughs> I think they're lying. But honestly, it made me think of my Buster Rhymes story. Mm. <laughs> I'm taking my deep breath again. It's getting there you deeper. Go. There you go. Relax, relate, release. I went to Toronto Film Festival. Shout out to Tiff. 
And I was there for work. So, you know, checking out all the films and, you know, doing some work in between and all the nerdy stuff that you do as a journalist when you go to these things. But a friend of mine, um, shout out to Daytuan. Hey, Daytuan. Hey, Daytuan. Big wig over at Vibe. Uh, and Daytuan is well known in the music and journalism industry. OG journalist has covered a lot of different things in the hip hop world. And so naturally, Daytuan is like friends with a lot of hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. icons essentially. And it's casual. <laughs> right. That's just Daytuan. Just for Daytuan. You. Everybody knows Day. Mm. So uh, we went to like a couple of after things, after the movies, because usually I just pack it up and go back to the hotel. But I was like, you know what? It's Daytuan. I'm going to pop around Toronto (laughs) with them. There's sure to be a fun night ahead. And we went to a couple parties and then we ended up like the last one that we were going to was this club. And I was just like, oh my God, not a club. I don't do clubs. But... It's Daytuan. <laughs> so, of course, we, we do just, anything for Daytuan. Yeah, but we just slide right in. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's not any hoopla. We also get escorted right to VIP. That's when we saw Busta Rhymes and Daytuan was like, Busta. And they all, you know, do the dab and all the things. And he introduced us. We were with a couple of other folks too. And so we were just hanging out in the club in the VIP section with Busta. But it was a fun night. We ended up going to a diner after that. Because Busta wanted to eat and he brought us with him. And the diner was like, you know, fully operational. And then they literally stopped letting people in once Busta got there. And oh we my didn't God. even, and it's a regular diner. So there was no special sections or anything. We were just like chilling at the diner. And so many people kept coming up, but he was just like, I felt like I was on some type of TV show because he <laughs> he had like a bodyguard dude with him, but the bodyguard dude wasn't like this huge man. He was mm-hmm. like kind of a small man, unassuming. But he literally kept everyone away from him. And at one point I was like, is is it weird like that all these people are, you know, wanting to meet you and you're just like, they're not there. <laughs> and he was like, no, not anymore. I've been famous too long and <laughs> I'm, I, it's tiring and I love them. I appreciate my fans. That's why, you know, I tour and I do the things. But when it's like I'm living my life, I have to have a barrier. I was like, oh my God, Buster Rhymes. This is this is the coolest night of my life. Just like yeah, that, hanging out at a diner amazing... eating with Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God, what a my, beautiful story. Yeah, that's my fun fact. Thank you. Shout out to Daytuan. Yeah. We love you. Thank you, Daytuan. Your story is <laughs> a bit different than a coupon. Listen, Daytuan makes things happen. He does. He so does. We love fun. him. That was fun. Yeah, we do. We love them. So now we got to get into it. Aging. I know. Oh, my gosh. So oh my first God. of all, Adam, do you actually have any fears? Like, I know you said, like, when, when we opened the show, you talked about loving it. Mm-hmm. But do you have any fears around aging? If I think of fears around aging, I think mostly like health wise, like, you know, you see people get older and they have different like health issues that come up or I think that's the thing that scares me the most about aging, because when I think about it, I, I try not to go there. I always think more of like the mindset that I might have or or where I will be mentally. But then it's easy to think like when you're in that, like, what am I going to think mentally? Like, I hope that I still have my mind. I hope that I'm still have my it. wits about me, you know, like that's so yeah. it's so part of it. So 
I don't know. I think when I think of aging, I think of like in the next like 10 to 20 years. I haven't thought like that far ahead. You don't see yourself as old, Adam. 100 not, years old. Not yet. I can see myself as 100 years old, but I see myself more as like 100 years old still feeling like I'm 30. Mm, good luck with okay, that. Okay, someone's pretty doubtful. <laughs> Somebody's a good little luck doubtful. With that. I mean, I've seen people make it that far. It, it, miracles could happen. You could feel 30. I okay, don't wait, feel I have 30 a and I'm 38. So, do you, you know, that's do you great. have Do you have an age that you think that like you see yourself living to? I mean, I guess that's I a little morbid. That's but more like, morbid than I imagined. But yeah, I do. I can see myself as an older woman. It makes me a little nervous to be like, oh my gosh, I do see myself as 80 because I'm like, oh, that's so long. But <laughs> I mean, it goes by in a blink. But I they guess say. it goes by, in, you know, it's 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 a little less than 50 years from now. When I say that, knowing it's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> but that's 40 is less than 40 50 if you look now. it up. Like, yeah. It's a little bit less. If you do look it up, and I'm looking at it, I'm typing it on Google. If you and Googled it, you would see that it was less than 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so far away from 80. But yeah, I just, it's, I could see that. But I also can see me wanting to, like, bow out gracefully. Like, I don't want to get to a point, like you said, of losing my wits or my my facilities. Because I think about that, you know, like... I don't want to feel like a burden to anyone or how they, you mm-hmm. know, they have to take care of me. But I do understand that that in general is a part of life. Yeah. Because you do at a certain point need help, you know, and and realizing that like seeing my grandma go from just this fiercely independent woman for so many decades of my life to then little things like forgetting that the oven was on and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like burning herself because she opened it up to take something out and forgot that she was cooking. Just little things were starting to happen and it was like, wow, she's going to need more help than what she is, what she has normally, what she's ever needed. And so now to fast forward and to see that in my mom, you know, Mm. where she's in a walker now because she needs new hips and she's very independent in the same way that my grandmother was. And I'm seeing the limitations. You know, my mom doesn't drive yeah. anymore. You know, It's very painful. So she needs, she depends on other people to get her around and to do things that she needs to do, which the pandemic probably helped that feel a little less uh, needy because it was like, you know, we kind of band together kind of thing anyway. Right, right. But, right. um, I just, it, I had to, every time I go home for the holidays, I had to literally prepare my heart mm. and and prepare my, my mind, my emotions, everything for knowing that I'm going to experience my mom at, in a much older body. Mm-hmm. And like the little things that would happen with my grandmother of being forgetful. My mom is like that sometimes. And I know that can just happen with age. It doesn't mean dementia or anything you know, specific, but just little parts that let you know that you're not what you were. Right. And it makes me, it that part of it makes me sad. I'm, I feel blessed that I get, like I got my grandmother all the way to 105 and I got my, I have my mom now, she's 71. And I see her still living for, you know, some time. And, but I know that 71 is much closer to an, an age where people die. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me feel sad because it attaches the aging to them not being independent and needing yes. you in a way that probably is painful for them. And then it also leads into losing them. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. But I feel like if I was walking around here like Angela Bassett, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about aging. No, because she's... Did Angela the thing. Bassett did the thing, <laughs> exactly. She did the thing and drank the fountain of youth. And so her aging for her... You know, I don't know where her relationship is. Right. I don't know where her relationship is with her parents or grandparents if they're still around. But I just maybe because she is aging in the way that she's aging and her health doesn't make her feel like a 60 year old woman. Mm -hmm. Then like aging could probably feel different for her. But I feel like we're all dealing with it when we have to look at our people. Well, you know what? I I also I totally get that like that fear or that like sense of sadness around it. But something that makes me not feel so sad about it is that like one, it is painful to see the people that you love around you needing more help than you've seen them need before. Yeah. But the other part about it is that it's this beautiful part of life that like everybody goes through and hopefully yeah. you, you get to live a life um, that's like long and fulfilling. But it, it's also it's also part of it. It's not like, oh, this poor person has to go through it. And I know, I know, I know it. it's sad and it, it can suck. But like, I do there's think that beauty. there's this. There's yeah, beauty. there's a- I think you remember all those speeches people used to give, even in your family, of like, oh, wait until you're 40 or wait until you're 30. Um, and you'd be like, mm, I don't know. But then when you hit th- <laughs> <laughs> when you hit 30, you're like, oh, I see what right. they mean. And then mm-hmm. like now I told you I'm 30. I'm uh, closer to 40. <laughs> but can, less than 50. But way less than mm, 50. Way. I've done the math. I can see the excitement of reaching that fourth level of life. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. Cause there's something about that particular age that opens so much of your world up to yourself. Hopefully, you know, if you've gotten the chance to help yourself heal and all these things and grow connecting to your inner child and stuff like that to keep yourself feeling joyful and all that, like 40, it has this appeal of like, oh, now this is the part of life that has this the satisfaction and the happiness that is not necessarily connected to a lot of outside things. Right. And I, like I self- always think of that. That's sort of, you know. You don't have y- that in your 20s and don't, I get uh, it. Y'all uh, kids really be thinking that you got it in the bag. Yeah. But honestly, these kids be depressed. And yeah. Not that it's funny because we're still depressed at 40, but it's a <laughs> right. That's it's just, a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage, honey. It's just different. It's aged. It's seasoned <laughs> to perfection. It's refined depression. <laughs> it's refined. It's oak <laughs> barrel. Okay. <laughs> this ain't your everyday oak barrel. Oh depression. my God. Yes. It still exists. Like we don't, we didn't yeah. fix it by the time we get up here. But it's it, it's so hard to explain it. It's like you'll know when you get here. The piece. Yeah, it's sort of like you know. I feel like as I've gotten older, I always will think back to like a younger version of myself and be like, "Damn, you just like didn't know. You didn't know what you didn't know." And it's mostly stuff about myself and my likes and and doing yeah. things that I didn't want to do that other people wanted to do Chasing or trying to please other people. Of waterfalls. 
Completely. Yes. Instead it's of very sticking that. to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. That you're used to. You know, that's true. But I mean, it's also, I remember the youth and the the willingness to experiment and have fun and be free. But also it's, you have parameters, whether it's your parents or your budget, because you know, mm-hmm. the 20s right. are usually, I don't know, the kids are really changing the game in their 20s. I know that they're getting a lot of coins nowadays online. And so they're experiencing a lot more money in their 20s. But 20s are normally known for being very broke. Well, it, I think, right? you know, the, Yes. I also think that like the money side of it is like maybe you can have access to like more things or more experiences. But the mistakes that you make and the things that you learn about yourself, like like money doesn't buy that sort of experience or knowledge about who you are. Yeah. So that's why it takes some aged oak barrel depression. Yeah. It really it takes oak barrel (laughs) to learn so much more about yourself. (laughs) Well, what about like yourself and getting older and preparing for that have you ever thought about those things i know we've talked about some like life insurance and stuff like that in the death episode Mm -hmm. but like are those things that you are prepared for i you know i have retirement and all that kind of responsible stuff like I've started saving for retirement probably for like five years now. That well, is impressive. One, I really, I'm like, they don't do that for us somewhere. I know. And it was <laughs> like, I had, I mean, before the Olympics, before I was like retired from competing, I really wasn't making any money. And so it was just like, I had a savings account. And the only reason I had a savings account, not because I was really saving anything, because I was like, oh, you gain like five cents a year if you put money in this. So it was just a checking account <laughs> called a savings account. Filled with five cents. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, ooh, I'm, that's a coupon at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't saving and I probably started saving for about five years now. So I'm, I'm doing that. But when I think of getting older, I think of like in respect to like what is going to be like around me and help that I might need, you know, like I'm not thinking about like JP and I don't think that we want kids. So, Mm. you know, there won't be that sort of like, you know, the circle of life where the who's going to wipe your butt at 972 years old. Right. I think it's going to be a nurse. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Somebody's going to have to get paid for this because at this point, I don't know if I'm going to have offspring either. So I think about that. I think about like, where would I want to be to like make sure that I can be still around things that like I love and that bring me joy. But I do think that like if I, you know, get to a point in life where I'm going to need help, I, I'm i going to need to like hire a, a nurse. I'm going to have to live yeah. in a home. And on, TBH, you know, that- I want to live in one of those uh, retirement, uh, like a not the home, but like the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. You know those like retirement areas that have pools and like common areas and you can hang out with all the people that live there and there's activities and things like that. Like I would. uh, What are those called? Retirement village? Yeah, they're called resorts. Yes. I just want to retire. It's a village. It is. It's a retirement village. Yeah, because it would be nice to see other people my age and, and socialize with them. But I've also heard the rumors about those being riddled with STDs. Oh, yeah. I've heard that <laughs> a million times over. Because you're like, at this fucking... point, I'm not going to get pregnant, so we Right. 
It does not. Anything goes in the retirement village. Yeah. I mean, that's the time to let it happen. Who cares if you get syphilis? Who cares? You might die. You will die. (laughs) (laughs) You are dying. But no, I, that's the, the, when I think about my, my aging and getting older and like where my golden years are going to be at, I'm really hoping that I have the opportunity to live like that. I, I hope I have the facilities. I hope I have the use of my body and mind to like live in that type of environment as opposed to like a home. Yeah. And you know, to go back to something you said before is like, I, I also want to bow out gracefully. Like I want to be able to live like my full, beautiful life. I don't want to be somebody who like doesn't have their mind and is like just like a vegetable in bed. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, like, if that means like, that's how you live to 110, I don't want it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to live like that. I feel that I will, I, Aging gracefully, what does what does that even look like for you? Okay, this is where I'm ready to like chit and chat. So, <laughs> so, so before, you know, what was that? Chopped liver? That, before, that was just chit. Now I'm going <laughs> to chat. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right, let's get to the chat part. Okay, so I see videos like this all the time on like TikTok of people posting like they got CO2 laser or something on their skin. And I'll I'll go through the comments and sometimes the comments will say something along the lines of, I really, I hope that one day you love yourself enough that you don't feel like you need to do this. And I have a bone to pick because I feel like if somebody wants to do some sort of like procedure or if they want to do some sort of like resurfacing or whatever, I think that you should be able to do it. And it doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. It's just, I see that stuff as sort of like maintenance. And I think if you don't want to do it, that's awesome. You don't need to. But if it's something that interests you to like keep up an appearance, all in quotes of keeping up an appearance, because what does that even mean? That right. like an appearance isn't going away. We all have an appearance. But if you want to like do something to like make yourself feel good or make yourself feel like you're doing something good for yourself, I say go and do it. Period. Because I used to have that conversation about like surgeries and things like that. Like, does it mean you love yourself or does it mean you hate yourself? I think it can be both. And I, yeah. think, but I think if you're coming at it from like a place of like, listen, I don't think that there's ever surgery that you're going to go, oh, now I finally feel better about myself. I don't think that exists. But I think that if there's something where, you know, and, and I'm talking about more superficial things like the CO2 laser is like, basically it's to help like with sunspots or things like that, you know, fine lines. It's not like a complete like you go you go in looking like, you know, Millie Bobby Brown, you come out looking like Madonna. You know, it's not like that's not what's happening here. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going like that happened to me. I looked exactly like Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> but I think that like if you want to do stuff like that and I think like the same thing with like Botox and things like that, like little maintenance things. I think that especially if you do it in a way where, you know, I think you can't do it thinking I want to look young forever. I think that you should always do it with the mentality of like, I want to look like my best and I want to look like age appropriate. I think it's insane to think that like I'm going to look young forever. If you look young forever, that also looks weird. 
I think that's the, the line you're a black of like woman and it's just naturally happening to you. Okay, so one of my <laughs> one of my best friends, his mom, she's black. She has not one wrinkle on her face. She's like 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, okay. It's one of one of our best out there. It, in is, the game. it is completely <laughs> like it is completely one of your best. One of and our so best. I'm like, her name is Dallas. And I'm like, Dallas. Oh. I need to Dallas. know. Come on, Dallas. I need to know what are you using? And she, when I tell you, it made me angry. It made me confused. Maybe and it's I said, Dallas, what are you using? She goes, Dove soap. Yeah, some Dove. of it's genetic. Some of it's the melanin. Some of it's just. I she's think it's God's both chosen that. favorite. Yeah, she's God's <laughs> chosen billboard for perfect skin. Yeah, some people are just really like, God bless them. They were in the right lines when God was handing out the things. Handing out skin. And that, I, listen, I made it <laughs> yeah. to the skin line myself a little bit. I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted in the boom boom pal line. It happens. So it I had happens. to go. You know, me and Beyonce were over there, and then you know, know. Serena was over there. But I yeah, was not over there. You did. I, I complete. I missed the line completely, you the and line. and I went right down, and I had white chapped skin, and so now I'm living with that. <laughs> I'm living with that. What a crazy choice to bear. But yeah, I think yeah, I don't know if I even like the term aging gracefully because I, what no. is it? Act- actually mean and i think people do they only think of you as graceful when you look young no matter what it is that you did to get there whether it was natural or surgical or procedure whatever like do you only get to be aging gracefully if you appear young and youthful I think when people think of aging gracefully, they think of somebody who does all this stuff. But I think people who age gracefully, even if they don't do anything, but they stay like, you know, keeping trendy or they have a style that they really like, a, that they like to you wear. You know who or I like think how of they... when I think about it? Tell me. Sorry to cut you off. But it no, just, please. It, just, it was Ariana DeBose's voice was in my head. Um, Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis, you're all of us. But yes, she is someone I look at as aging gracefully. I remember Jamie Lee Curtis from my childhood. I remember like some uh, magazine cover or something that, and she didn't want the picture retouched and how that shook up the industry. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, watching her on movies and seeing her. And she was always to me just an older woman and even now and what's that movie everything anywhere i always get it wrong everything all at once everything everywhere all at once everything everything everywhere all at once her and our other lead miss michelle yo like both older women oh i mean she looks crazy good that's what i think when i think aging gracefully you know jamie lee curtis has never made us think that she looks a certain way and she doesn't. We've seen her wrinkles. We've watched her through the years. I just, to me, she's someone that I would say, oh, that's graceful. The other day, I actually saw this woman talking about a AI filter on mm-hmm. Snapchat that has, uh, it's supposed to be like this viral filter. Oh, where you see your teenage self? Is no, this it's the one that, it, it's it's just a beauty filter that makes you look better than you actually look. 
you I know, it thins that. your nose. It does all the things, but you look gorgeous. But this one is the thing about it is that it's harder to break. So you know how sometimes certain lighting or you'll turn your face or touch your oh, face. Oh, yes. And the I filters know. will filter you're ta- yes. break. This, and do is, all, this yes. one is more on your it's like more on. Yeah, it works in the low light, too. Yeah, it works no matter what. And I think people feel relieved by that because, you know, they love to use these filters, but they also like to pretend that they're not using these filters. Yeah, which I'm like, what? First of all, I don't really know how the filters work. It's so so much for me. I just, I don't be, I just, I can't. Well, because I also (laughs) don't want someone to see me in person and go, huh? Yeah, like, girl, where's your double chin Mm. and your wrinkles? It's because... (laughs) You're fighting so hard from the comforts of your home to get rid of all those things. It just builds up all these other complexes and it just makes me sad. That's because, like, that's why I mentioned it because I feel like we have the unrealistic look at what it it is to get older now. Yes, I I, I agree. Do you ever, have you ever done any of those, like, filters that, like, make you look better than you look? Have you ever done one? I mean, I used to, like pre-pandemic and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit in the pandemic to give like yeah. girl next door with no makeup on especially of if I don't feel like putting on makeup I don't anymore I don't even like, swipe to see them because I'm just I also got to a point where I didn't even want to take a regular picture on my phone I wanted right. to take a filtered picture ah okay and I was like ew nah I have enough like, I have enough of a struggle with my body image. I don't yeah. want to also hate my face. <laughs> yeah, that's too many things. That's too many things. So I've, <laughs> I've gotten myself more used to using no filter and seeing all the things. I look at myself in the mirror a lot. I see, you know, I've reversed some of the things that were happening before, like bags under my eyes and things like that. But I couldn't imagine looking at my face and seeing wrinkles. And you never will have to imagine. I mean, Danielle. that's probably not going to happen. Let's be real. <laughs> no, let's be real. Like, come on. Even a, this is called mom, normalize this, like, not lie to my face. Yeah, my mom is just now starting to get some wrinkles on her face. Mm-hmm. Barely. But, really, honestly, barely. But uh, I don't know if that would mess with me psychologically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I never really thought about it up until recently. And like mm-hmm. when we talked about our parents and stuff, so it never really affected me in any real way until it's like, oh, I feel that my back. Oh, I need, you know, like <laughs> TMI, oh, yeah. but I do this on this podcast. I sneezed the <laughs> other day. I know where this is going. And her walls were not ready to hold <laughs> <laughs> to hold the flood back. I said, oh, what? Is this aging? <laughs> <laughs> vagina old. <laughs> what? Oh my god, that is so honest. Yeah, I was watching a sitcom where a woman was trying to do a little funny like bet with her husband that she can like hit on dudes still. She still got it. And she's had a couple of kids, I think more than three. And so she was doing well with this guy kind of flirting with him. And then she had to sneeze. And she was like, oh, oh, God, I thought I had to sneeze. And then she held it back. And she was like, oh, there's nothing worse than sneezing and, and basically peeing myself because right. I, she's like three kids. Woo. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> You're like, hold on, rewind that. I didn't have any kids. <laughs> I'm thinking about the filters 
you know, I never even thought of like, oh, I wouldn't want to take a picture because I would want to put a filter over it. And and I think I'm I'm one of the lucky ones because whenever I use these filters, it is every time, Danielle, when I say this, I'm saying, I'm begging you, I'm on my knees right now, I'm begging you to believe <laughs> me that every time I put on this filter, every AI thinks the best version of me, full beard, buckle fat removal, button nose. <laughs> and I go, this it's not it's not in the this cards for me. not what I want. Also, like no. a lot of the filters have like the eyelashes and all that. So it automatically gives you like. Well, I car- like that part. I'm like, Bambi oh, eyes. these are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> can we talk back into the idea of aging gracefully? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that always used to throw me off, especially as I was when I was younger, was my family, my older family members' is teeth. Mm, like, mm, this is a good they one. They would always lose their teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma ain't have no teeth when she died. She always wore dentures as long as I've known her. My mom has had most of her teeth taken out, except for uh, a few of them at the top. She also wears dentures. Mm-hmm. And it was to a point where I honestly thought that when you get older, that you just lose your teeth the same way that when you're growing up, you lose your teeth. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that that's a health thing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. So it just made me think about that different, like my dental hygiene and all that differently. Cause I'm like, it doesn't mean that my teeth leave. Like, <laughs> right. They can stay. They can, I can keep my birth teeth. Yeah, your birth teeth is my favorite. You know that that's my favorite. My favorite quote. One of my favorite quotes from this podcast is birth teeth. Birth teeth. teeth. I, that, so, yeah, I'm very like, I don't want to lose my teeth as I get older. I don't want to have to gum things. No, oh. but I'm not against if I if I have to have teeth removed. I am so, I'm dentured up the next day. Oh, yeah, because those dentures are gorgeous. And those They're gums stunning. on those dentures. Oh, pristine. yeah. Pristine. So, because I don't so, have pink gum. Like my gums are a little pink, but they are they also have darkness on them. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You probably have pink gums. Let I me. have pink gums, but my my skin is pink. Like if I don't moisturize, I look like a piece of raw chicken. Yeah. There's downsides. But I, yeah, I was like, I would Yeah, there's be... downsides, but the upside, the big the biggest and only upside is probably beautiful pink gums. <laughs> <laughs> Those dentures. Cause I do remember like seeing my grandma's in the cup and I was like those are so pretty I wish my teeth look like that yeah I know <laughs> I, I, I I there are some videos that I see online of like there are really young people who for you know some reason whether it be like something happened where like they knocked a teeth out or health-wise they were losing their teeth and they have just the most gorgeous dentures oh my god yeah that's one part of aging that I I don't want to lose my teeth but if I do Oh, denture if, me, please. Yeah, because I've already thought I already have like kind of a plan. I already know I, you. You know, I'm 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 just like I'm put me under, cut it up, <laughs> move it, <laughs> shape it, Stop fold it, and format it. I already know that when <laughs> I, I'm it, thinking bring like it, me. sorry, I went into a bust it, push it. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> Benny Benassi, he's actually doing the the. He's oh, doing my vocals now. Yes, I have already decided that. In my 50s, lower facelift, fat transfer. It's happening. I don't really? I don't need to hear anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> no one will to, talk me out of this. I just need to know what I'm going to look like before I start rearranging things. 
nah, I'm just like, you know, you you can move furniture once, you can move it twice. Because I, <laughs> I just happen to think I'm going to be very beautiful, like at 80. Like I'm yes, very... Yes, no, you, you are. And what I'm telling you is that I'm not. And I'm going to need things pulled back. I'm going to need somebody from both sides pulling at the cheeks all the way back. <laughs> I'm going, hi, everyone. And it's going to be, I'm going to have a whole Every, crew of people. All hands on deck to pull Adam's on face back. Yes. Well, and one of the... That's for me, that's graceful. It <laughs> doesn't get more graceful than that. A team? That you can definitely guarantee is graceful skin pullbacks for mm-hmm. Adam. Yes. Well, you know, have you ever seen a depressed old person? Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, huh. A depressed elderly person? Aren't they like my usual like interactions with older people? They're not usually sad, like grandparent age older. That's an incredible observation because I was like, does no. depression leave? <laughs> Imagine if depression was like, we stop at like 75. They're like, oh, you're still going. We got to We're go. just going to give you joy for the rest of your life. Huh. I think it's more sort of like you have that time to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm don't, about to talk yeah, out of my ass. Advice. I have no idea. He was about to make something up. Slide into the yes, DMs. It was. Yeah. And let us if know you're old. if you're old and depressed. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we want to hear from you. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I, no one and nothing comes to mind. Like any of your grandparents, have you experienced them depressed? No. Right. Huh. There's something to be said. <laughs> yeah. Listen, tell me at what age depression exit stage left. When does it end? <laughs> when does the depression end? That's the one part about aging I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when that depression says, I'm out of here. Oh, you know, another thing, Danielle, is I really like, I think that like, keep dyeing your hair, doing all of that stuff. But I also think it looks really chic. Like somebody who comes to mind is like Jane Fonda when she's like, I'm done dyeing my hair. Mm. I think it looks so cool when somebody has like full on white gray hair. Yeah, especially if it's all even and cute like that. Or even little streaks. Like I love gray hair. I think that's one of, now that is something that feels exciting. Yeah. And if I Agreed. honestly, you know, as a as a blonde <laughs> <laughs> a natural blonde at that. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, that's kind of bringing me to a place that I wasn't ready to go to. But Listen, I'm here. it's natural. You can't explain it. No. But no, I think that would be kind of exciting mm-hmm. to see, especially if it was all gray. Yeah. Like oh my like oh my gosh I think I would I would definitely let my hair go gray oh, I wouldn't yeah, dye too. it anymore after that no because it's also like you're in this constant battle that you're losing of that like line of white like just no it's so yeah, annoying that's aging gracefully is like fully accepting the things that are happening as you age but I know that it's not all you know fun gray hairs and no more depression there's also right. you know your your body gets older and it's it's harder to get around it's harder to do things so that is a part of that part of aging is something that just kind of sucks you know at a certain point most of our knees are like well we've seen enough from here yeah I think that's overall <laughs> like that's this thing that scares me the most that's the part about aging 
But again, like it happens to everybody. It's like nothing to feel ashamed of if you accidentally sneeze and pee yourself. It's nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, because you know, the other day, like one time I was at the gym not too long ago and I was lifting something, not even really hard. I don't even remember what I was doing. It, what I'm telling you is not an impressive story. And you peed but on what yourself? I'm saying is I, I wish that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> I threw my back out and I'm like, I've that never is thrown my, my back out. actual nightmare. It's awful. Like it reaching awful. for your phone charger and getting stuck. Oh, yeah. And it's always on nothing. It's always on nothing, which doesn't happen when you're young. Like, that's an older thing to happen. It literally scares me all the time because my back has been, over the last year or so, has been doing this just lower back, just, oh, Lord. I (laughs) I don't even know what to call it. But I feel it every single second of every single day. So some days I'll be like, oh my God, please do not let this be the day. Yeah, that I, that I throw my back. Please I literally let, it just, get let me just pee myself in a pos- I'm just going to lay down and pee. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens to me. Please. Yeah, that's the only part. Like, I'm, I welcome aging and I'm very excited to see it come forward in my life. But I just, I don't want my body to deteriorate. That's That's the part. Yeah. Basically, I want to do everything I can now so that I can feel good for as long as possible. Yeah. Like, I want to feel good. Whatever Angela Bassett is feeling, I would like to feel that. Yeah. For the length of whatever I have left on this earth. So, Adam. Danielle. What do you think we're normalizing about aging? I think what we're normalizing is that aging gracefully is whatever you imagine graceful yeah. aging to be. That like graceful don't let aging. Don't define that for you. Don't let anyone define it for you. And also, like, it's so easy to be like, love the skin you're in and whatever. But unless like, unless it's being pulled back. Well, then you really <laughs> enjoy it. Then you then you don't love the skin you're in. You enjoy the skin you're in. Because it feels like a rental. Yes. Fresh. <laughs> tight. But tight, taut. Basically, I think that like appearance is one thing. But for me, what I want to normalize is that as we age, that I think the number one thing for me is like, I want to still have my mind. I want to still be able to do yeah. as many things as possible. I still want to feel independent. And I want to, you know, do everything I can now so that I'll, uh, I'm able to do that for as long as possible. What about yourself? Oh, what are yes. what are you normalizing? I'm normalizing retirement village living. Mm. Also sprinkling in some trips like on a boat, you know, on a on a yacht yeah. in Capri. Village at sea. Village and abroad retirement right. uh, development. That sounds like cruise life. But yeah, I want to normalize basically preparing for my retirement because like when you said that you were saving for it, I was like, wait, (laughs) I don't want to work until I'm 70. So, or whenever people retire, I don't know, but I'm definitely, people aren't, (laughs) no, I'm definitely trying to retire at like 42. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) So I need to get to, to planning for my future self, but I want to normalize that and also normalize welcoming aging Mm -hmm. you know like jamie lee curtis and michelle yo like these are the best days of your lives the ones that you're currently living and you know if you can just keep giving yourself you know reasons to love yourself then the aging and all of that won't feel so daunting 
and I think there's a lot of beauty in that too. Like it's because it, like we've talked about self love and and all that stuff before on different episodes, but I think like the longevity of self love is something I would like to normalize. You know, mm-hmm. and I really want to make sure that I feel as good about myself now as I do, or you know, good about myself now, and hopefully will in the future feel just as good, even older. You know, in 50 or so years. Or Uh, (laughs) even less than 50. Less than 50. Less than 50. Because you know, I'm definitely retiring soon. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's that's what I want to normalize. I love that. I feel like I'd also love to normalize going into our next segment of Keep It or Curb It. Oh, yes, because, you know, this is the favorite part of the show, even though, like, I love to wax poetic about things and normalize them. But this Keep It or Curb It. This keeps me going. She She's that girl. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> For you first timers, this is the segment where Adam and I take a look at new social trends and we decide if they're worth keeping or curbing. Okay. Mm-hmm. First question. You ready, Adam? I was literally born ready. Edge of your seat ready. Mm-hmm. Verizon recently announced that it will be raising the prices on some of its older cell phone plans in order to get more of its customer base on 5G plans. Okay. Those who want to stay on the older plans include Beyond Limited, Beyond Unlimited 55+, plus. None of this makes any sense to me. Go yeah. Unlimited, Verizon Unlimited. I'm and, going, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. All these things are included. <laughs> um, and they'll be charged an extra $2 per month. And the price hike comes because Verizon is looking to increase its consumer unit, mm-hmm. which has struggled to keep up with its other competitors and their shares have gone down 30% over the last year. at and okay. who I am with, also raised their, wait a minute, also, <laughs> you're like, hold on, and you go check your bill. No, right, <laughs> right. They raised their rates last year on older plans for individuals by six dollars per month, and family plans by twelve dollars per month. That's rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, Adam, are we okay. keeping or curbing cell phone companies raising their prices on older plans? Okay, for uh, one, no. And I'm right. going to tell Get you, out of here. I, no, stop. Because if I got it in at that price, it should be, I think, uh, at, like as a courtesy to your like the longevity of your customer base that you should keep it at that price. But I'm going to tell you, I have Spectrum Mobile. What? OK, listen, like wait, currently? wait, wait. Oh, currently. And it's the best cell phone provider I've ever had. Spectrum Mobile. Do you know how much I'm paying? JP and I together, our phone bill is $60 a month. No, it's not. Yes, and I have unlimited data. What? Unlimited. Add me to your plan right now because ATT is tripping. Yeah, when I was with Verizon and when I'm telling you my Verizon bill from like, this is like 10 years ago. I remember being like 120 a month. Does that sound right? Yeah, because I'm at 160 for what? Yes, and so listen. Verizon bought all of the Spectrum towers. So Spectrum Mobile is using all of the Verizon towers. And if you're in California, Spectrum is like one of the, you know, only in our in the area I live in, it's the only like cable provider, internet right. provider. 
And so, you know, somebody called me and of course, you know, like I love to chit and chat. I love it. Even if I do not know the person. And I remember it was like this guy named like Anthony. And Anthony was telling me, he was like, yeah, you know, like Spectrum Mobile and the plan is like $30 a month. I was like, huh? And then I did a little research and Verizon bought all the towers. And he's like, yeah, the cell phone service is just as good. He, Anthony, was not lying. Wow, Anthony. 160 a month, Danielle, I'm putting my foot down. I want to put my foot down too, because that I feel bamboozled. Oh, I felt behooved and behaved. So we are keeping or curbing cell phone companies raising their prices. Curb. Curb. Gone. I'm not even putting it in a bag. I'm just raw on the curb. No, it's it is. It's so gone. It is Get so gone. Here. All right. Are you ready for the next keep it or curb it? Ready. Okay. The social media app, maybe you've heard of it. Mm. TikTok. No. What's no. that? Is it, huh? Is it? Okay. Is it like Instagram? <laughs> it's just like it. But on I've crack. Heard. It's Instagram, but on crack and from China. <laughs> and so TikTok has announced that it will now implement screen time limits for its users under the age of 18. LOL. Uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> This comes as the company has been under fire to protect young people online. Mm. So users under 18 will have an automatic 60-minute limit and will have the option oh, to the either enter a password. Oh, they're not going to do No, everybody's going to change the birthday. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> and uh, they, have a, they have an option to either enter a passcode to extend their screen time, um, or they can set their own daily limit. And so users under 13 will have a 60-minute daily limit. They can set their daily own limit. daily limit. Yeah, you think it, you're under 18, you're going to go, I'm only going to do this for 60 minutes. No. Uh-uh. People, change the change in their birthday. They're going to go to the convenience store and they're going to look right at that thing of you can't buy cigarettes unless you're this age and they're going to choose that year and it's it's done. That's what they're going to do. Okay. So users under 13, they're only going to have 60 minutes a day. And a parent or guardian will have to enter a password to extend their daily usage for another half hour. So TikTok is going to be sending every teen account a weekly recap of their screen time, and it will also prompt teen users who spend more than 100 minutes on the app to set a daily limit. So, Danielle, <laughs> LOL. Mm. Should we keep or curb social media platforms setting limits for the younger generation? I get it. Our brains are dying. Yeah, we have mush. We have mush Mushy in brains. our brains. The kids are bored and overstimulated. But this is their own doing. Like, it's... This isn't going to do anything. So no. I'm going to keep the intention, but curb it altogether. Yeah, I, I like. I see where you're coming from. I'm curbing it because if I were under 18, I would be going. I was born in 19, like 03. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'd be doing. November 11th, 1903. <laughs> and you know who would correct me? No one. <laughs> They would go, welcome, Grandpa. Welcome, you're 120 years old. Here's your feed that we're going to put all mushy peas. <laughs> yeah, like, no, this is not going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. Kids are so crafty and savvy that, like, they're going to know how to use their phones better than the parents will. Are you kidding me? Right. No. No like, way. I'm going to put Good my luck. code in and extend my screen time. <laughs> please, mommy. Yeah, like, no. please. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, but we've come too far now. We're just yeah, going to have to actually like, shut down TikTok. And 
Right. <laughs> like, and we're going to do that. You and me. We're going to shut it down. Me and Pew and Adam. Yes. Me, you and Pew. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Adam, I must say, what a yummy episode. And honestly, the types of conversations we should be having anyway. It felt Agreed. really good. I think it made me think about my future, which is mm-hmm. bright and not wrinkly. No, and not one in sight. Not a wrinkle in sight. And it also gave, got rid of the ick a little bit, the, the ick that I felt at the beginning. I'm glad. Yeah. What was your favorite takeaway? I think that, you know, the same, like, I love that we have these conversations that, like, you know, would normally talk about this, like, in, a, in every day-to-day conversation. So I love, I love that we break down a lot of things. And I got to also kind of shake off some of my ick about aging and... Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I always love doing these podcast episodes with you. And I think, honestly, I feel like this one feels like one of my favorites. I was laughing, I was crying, and I was <laughs> and I was saying hi to Daytuan. Always saying hi to Daytuan. Hey, Daytuan. Hey, Daytuan. We love you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honestly, I feel good about aging. I'm definitely older since the podcast started. Feeling good about that. Yeah, me too. Um, so thank y'all for listening and aging with us. Please make sure that you're rating, commenting, and subscribing to this podcast because I do not understand if you're just casually listening and you didn't hit subscribe. How could you? Like, commit Why to would us. you? Please. Yes. Also, reach out to us on social media as you have been. I so love getting these DMs of telling us all the little things that you think we should normalize. A lot of them have made the cut, y'all, as you can hear. Yeah. In these episodes, we are definitely using your ideas. So keep showing up in these DMs and telling us what you want to see normalized. My handles are on Instagram, the Danielle Young, and on Twitter at RapsoDanny, R-H-A-P-S-O-D-A-N-I. Adam, where can the people at you at? You can at me on Twitter at Adam Rippon and on Instagram at Adarip. And just like Danielle said, I have been loving, we have been loving the suggestions for episodes. You can see we're using them. We love them. Keep them coming. And if you think of anything you'd like us to normalize, we will. And (laughs) we're not going to stop ever. I will never stop. No, I will never commit it to this work for you all. Yes, for my life. If if my life depended on it. Because it do. Because it does. And it do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slowly teaching Adam AAV. I know. It's just, it's like happening without... Without you even knowing. Thank you. I really appreciate you and and your subliminal teachings. (laughs) I know that's right. Yeah. Um, Well, that's it for now, ladies and gents out there listening with your whole ears. We appreciate you. We will see you next time on Normalize This. Bye to you and your wrinkles. Bye. Hey, listeners, we want to hear from you. Make sure you're following at Make Spring Hill on all platforms for weekly show updates.